club in my taxi cab Everybody's looking at me now Like who's that chick that's rocking kicks She gotta be from out of town
You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS wow. or 775-376-EZEZ. Hello? Can you hear me? Okay, there we go. I was like, wait a second, I can't hear anything. That's not good. Good morning, ass family. It's Friday. Woo! You made it to a Friday. Congratulations. You got the weekend ahead of you. Oh, man, is it going to be fun gonna be hot as a motherfucker here but that's all right because it ain't raining and i got air conditioning so that's all that matters by the way going to see the hitman's wife's bodyguard tonight we'll have a review for you on monday about that movie man man oh man it's good to be going back to movies uh let's see uh good morning's going out today First one here, straight fire. It says it's uh, the day we've all been waiting for, Ask Family. Happy Friday, y'all. Yes. Tim says happy Friday, Ask Family. Morning, straight fire. Uh, Doug says happy Friday, Ask. Tim, straight fire. Alicia says happy Friday, y'all. The work day can't get over fast enough already. After sparring the family, and I are headed up to Yosemite for the weekend. Can't wait. Ooh, better you than me. I, that, that's all I'm saying. Look, I'm not a big fan of camping. Let me, you better help your husband build those tents. That's all I'm saying. Or you make the kids build all the damn tents. Don't stick him with all of it. Hangtown Gents is happy Friday, ass family. Let's do this. And that sounds like a lot of fun, Alicia. Scott says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Straight Fire says, hey, Tim, Braddy, kids in the house. Good morning to you. I hope you have a great day. Arise says, good morning to all. Well, Arise wrote me an email. Wouldn't you know? It seems she's leaving the horrible institution of quote-unquote higher learning in Oklahoma. She got a promotion. She's going to a community college now in Oklahoma. So I can't make fun of the Sooners anymore. But she did give me permission still to rip the state of Oklahoma. So uh, let, let me do that just for you right now, Erised. Uh, let's see. Why wasn't Jesus born in Oklahoma? Couldn't find three wise men and a virgin. Hey, now. Did you hear the Oklahoma governor's mansion burned down? Yeah, almost took out the whole trailer park. Woo! And why did the state of Oklahoma raise its drinking age to 25? To keep alcohol out of the high schools. Thank you. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. For more jokes, please, please go to my TikTok page. Wait, wait, which one did I tell today? Oh, shit, I didn't write it down, did I? Oh, crap. What, what are my TikTok jokes? Uh, hold on. I, I got to play them for myself. Then, then I can maybe remember them. Let's see. Go to story. Never told a shitty joke. What do you call a fat girl with a rape whistle? Optimistic. Jokes <laughs> oh. back because my dad never told a joke that sucked. What's the difference between a terrorist camp and an elementary school? I don't know. I just fly the drone. 
<laughs> and I put that emo joke up from yesterday about cutting them down from a tree, but I already shared that one to you. Uh, Stray Fire says, have a great time camping, Alicia. Sassy Pammy, the homewrecker. She says, good morning, happy Friday. Bradster, morning, big and assets too. Andrew, good morning. Uh, per the rules of bratting, I am claiming first for next week. She did that on a, a, a Sunday. She did that on a Sunday. So, uh, Andrew, you, you got to come in on a Sunday. Arise says, thanks, Arnie. LOL. Uh, Alicia's laughing. There you go. Uh, all right. All right. No, I, I can't start the show because I have yet another email. And by the way, emails, all the emails are sponsored by Deus Floors. Best floors in the West. Don't trust the rest. 775-2674-123. This is from Gregory. Says, hey, Arnie, did you see that show on the Vice Network about college football the other night? That We aren't starting the show yet, by the way. I, I have yet to start the show. Just just letting you know, because we have we, we still have one one big important part of business to do before we actually start the show. Uh, Gregory, yes, I, I, I watched part of this, and I about laughed hysterically when a black woman came on there and equated the NCAA to say they, it's a she said it was a straight comparison. Start with slavery. Jim Crow laws, and now the NCAA. First of all, let me just say this. To equate college sports to slavery has got to be one of, if not, it's in the top ten dumbest things that you can compare. Okay? Just stop. It's like when they say the NFL has like a slave mentality. I'm sorry, I've never, I never saw a slave make forty million dollars a year. I, I never saw that. That that wasn't me. I didn't see it. I never played in the NFL, but I I, I, I watch it. Uh, first of all, uh, the the argument they're trying to make is that this uh, holds black people down. Well, there are white people in college sports too. Just want to point that out. All right. Yes, I know the football and basketball teams majority are black athletes, but like the women's soccer team, women's field hockey, women's bowling, swimming, for the most part. Uh, oh, there's that Democrat side coming out of you, Andrew, trying to change the rules again. I think we send any retards. Let's have this stuff over China to work in a Nike factory for a month. Let's see what they say then. Amen. Dave Coe says, am I late? Am I first? No, no, you, you, you're, you're on time. There you go. Um, oh, I say we say any other retards that say this stuff. Yeah, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. When it comes to college sports, I, I watched a little bit of this, but it was, a, it was something that Tommy, and by the way, Tommy's going to be on Monday. Special guest host Tommy in on Monday. Woo! We're going to start that. See? See, you were dreading Monday before. Because it's Friday now, and you're thinking, oh, Monday sucks. I don't want to think about Monday. Tommy's going to be here. You know your day's going to start off fucking fantastic. Talk about his recent stay in Facebook jail. <laughs> the point of paying college athletes, it, everybody needs to shut up. It's never, ever going to happen. And it has nothing at all to do with the NCAA or anything. It has to do with Title IX. 
And Title IX is in the NCA, but Title IX surpasses all these rules they want to come up with. Last year, it was at the men's basketball tournament and women's basketball tournament were going off at the same time, both in, I believe, in Indianapolis. The women's weight room or gym was so not the same as the men's. And the women complained about it. Title IX say, says, I, I, I'm paraphrasing here, what men have, women have. Let me, let, me, let me break it down for you. If the men's basketball team gets 15 towels a game, the women's basketball team has to get 15 towels a game. Do you see what I'm trying to say here? What the men have, the women will get. It's tied to line. Do I have a problem with it? No, not really. Nothing I can do about it. Now, look, if you were to, I would love to go through all the sports. and Get rid of some shitty men's sports in there, too. I'm sorry. Look, I, 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 unless your school can make money doing it, then no, you don't need it. Cycling. Why, why, why do schools need cycling? I think that's stupid. But here's the problem. An athlete is an athlete. The end. Until you want to break it down. You go, oh, well, you got the football player, and you got the basketball player. An athlete's an athlete. So if you pay the football players, then you have to pay the women's field hockey team as well. That's the point, and you have to pay them the exact same. Uh, let's see, uh, is it possible that what she meant was by giving a class of people handouts that they are not actually lifting them up but making them more dependent upon the handouts, kind of like they don't feed the bears sign in Yosemite and Yellowstone? No, no, no. She was, she, the, the way that she had put it, and, and, and I've seen her and do a couple speeches, she meant it as that. She meant it as this is the, the latest form of racism. It's college sports. Look, it, it, the the whole thing, it, it, it's non-sec, It's a non-sequitur. I'm glad that the Vice Network did a two-hour special on this to get people talking. It's a fun topic to get people upset at. But the problem is it can never happen. I think the quality of the shit should be the same, not 15 towels from Bed Bath for the men and 15 towels for the... No, no, it is that way. No, the quality is... The, everything is the exact same. <laughs> I, I, I left that part out. I'm sorry I left that out. You're absolutely right. That's what Title IX states. I, I, I mentioned the gym equipment story. If those 15 towels that the men get are from Bed Bath & Beyond, then the women have to get the same towels. So if you want to pay your starting quarterback at, 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 the, at the University of Alabama $5,000 a semester, then the fat goalkeeper on the field hockey team is going to be getting $5,000 a month during her sports as well. That's what Title IX is. And that is why college athletes will never be paid. There's so many other things that you go into. You go, well, what about if they were doing endorsement deals? Well, if the, the, if the head of Nike, Phil Knight, is a booster for Oregon, 
well, why would he give any endorsements to anybody else? It's it's dumb. I used to uh, oversee Title IX in athletics at college. It's impossible to spend equally. We were given direction. It had to be equitable, equitable, not equal. Okay. But Arise, you know what I'm talking about. You 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 know what I'm talking about. There will never you will never see college athletes paid. Hey, look, it's illegal to do this. It illegal in the sense of the NCAA. <laughs> you want a college athlete to get paid? Give him a hundred bucks. There you go. You don't know him. You just walk up to him, hand him $100, and walk away. If that's what you want, but that's all the time we're going to spend on that because we we have to get the show started at some point today. And uh, one of those ways that we start the show before we start the show is that we have to let you know about it's t-shirt time? Yes, it is. What kind of t-shirt Bam. time? It is 12 10. Great Jersey Shore last it's night. It's t-shirt The return of Snooky. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Everybody knows it's t-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. Oh, you shut I'm up. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they you put their t-shirts. shut up. Gosh. Hold on. Uh, all right, there you go. Uh, yeah, today's T-shirt. <sighs> Stop being fat, Greg. College players will never be paid on the books. Okay. They're getting paid in tuition. Now, now, now see, they, 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 once again, see, the tuition thing, it, that, that's one that kind of irks me. Well, these kids are getting an education. Well, they are working, though, too. They are busting their ass on the field for that education. Now, a kid who gets to go to a, a, a school on an academic scholarship, he is not making the institution any money, and that's where the people will get you. Well, that kid's education's getting paid for. What's he doing? Uh, it, it, look, it's, a, it's, it's, it's awful. This is, this is a conversation that goes just around and around and around and around. Today's T-shirt. Today's T-shirt, uh, it's one I've wanted since I was a little kid when I first saw Cactus Jack wearing it. I was never, ever. I, I, I Look, I was never, ever the biggest Mick Foley fan, but if you're a wrestling fan, you got to respect Mick Foley. All the shit, I mean, being thrown off a cage as, as mankind. I was so happy when I found the and I like Cactus Jack was my favorite character because I remember him from going to the Sportatorium. Bang, bang. So I, I'm very, very pumped. Wait till my Monday shirt is awesome. And so is Tuesdays. Like I said, T-shirt game, next level, people. That, that next level, I, I, I'm going to have to reach out to my man, Sam Jackson, and go, look, after Tuesday, I'm taking a break. Y'all motherfuckers got to catch up with me. Because I ain't scared of you motherfuckers no more. I need to get that drop from Bernie Mac. Second string place kicker really busting his ass off. No, hey, hey, Ogre, hey. I'm just talking about maybe the second place uh, kicker's not on scholarship. Just saying. 
Maybe he's a walk-on. He's paying. Look, it, it's just, do I think it's right? See, look, th- this is this is why. This is why I, I don't like the, the whole conversation about paying college athletes. Because I sit on that, that side of, well, you know, they are representing the university. It all started to go downhill once they put their names on the back of their jerseys. Lou Holtz once uh, allowed the University of Notre Dame, when he was, when he was first the head coach, well, or it was Eric Parsegian. During the season, players could not wear their names on the back of their jerseys. And he said, during the season, you play for the University of Notre Dame. The bowl game, he allowed them to use their names because in the bowl game, he's, they're, he said they're playing for themselves, which there's an error in that thought, but I get it. The conversation of paying college athletes gets me so fucking annoyed. It's a bunch of spoiled brats complaining and nothing is ever good enough. Entitled little fuck faces. Yeah, see, and here's the thing. Here's the thing where I tend to agree more with Alicia. This is the one time that you can truly pick where you're going to spend the next four years of your life. You don't get that in the NFL. You get picked, and you get traded, and you get traded. Maybe you can pick in free agency, but that's not for another 10 years. These facilities, look, I, I watched some of that show. The facilities at these universities are better than NFL facilities. Think about that. College facilities, their locker rooms, their training stations, their whatever kind of fucking relaxation area they have for these players are better than what the NFL does. Man, I would hang out there all the time. I would go to class. Shit, I'd never go to class because I'd be a star athlete. I wouldn't have to go to class. I'd be hanging out there all the time. I ain't going to be bitching about money. You know why? Everything there is free. They got video games. They got those. those, I want to do one of those chambers where it fucking numbs all your senses. It's dark and quiet in there. I want to do one of those. That would be kick ass. I'm afraid it might make me lose my edge, though, because I might become too comfortable in there. But they have the deprivation tanks, or, or what, is that what they're called? Deprivation chambers? Derek, good morning to you, my friend. Thank God it's finally fucking Friday. Yes, TGIFFF. But yeah, I'd stay there the whole time. These college kids, you know, I, I get pissed off and I start talking. And then I realize, well, the university isn't making a whole lot of fucking money. You know, when they sell a, a, a number 11 Texas jersey, for $70, and you see like 10,000 uh, uh, number 11 jerseys in the stadium, and they're all wearing them because Sam Ellinger was number 11. You think, oh, man, that's, that, that number wouldn't be popular without him. So, it, it look, I get it. I get it. This is one of those arguments that you just talk in circles, and that big circle that you're making, it's around the word title Nine. Title IX. There you go. Now let's start the damn show. Kamala Harris did it again yesterday. Remember the day before? 
day before when Lester Holt said uh, was was questioning her, how dare he? And, and said, uh, "Ma'am, uh, well, you you haven't been to uh, you, you haven't been to Mexico yet." And she goes, "Well, I haven't been to Europe either." I guess it happened again. ¿Cómo le responde usted a él? I've said I'm going to go to the border. And I, when are you going to the border, the Vice President? The administration has asked. I'm not finished. Whoa. <laughs> I said I'm going to the border. And also, if we are going to deal with the problems at the border, we have to deal with the problems that cause people to go to the border, to flee to the border. And that is the root causes. So my first. And, and by the way, you have said the root cause is climate change. You are an idiot. And you're an idiot. I mean, come on. You can't get all sassy like that. Some lady got sassy with me yesterday. So I, I had to go get some uh so one of the one of the supplements I take tastes terrible. So I have to put it in capsule form, right? I have to drop it in, use an eyedropper, and I drop it in, and I take them that way. Well, I was out, and we were waiting on someone to come in. So I had to go to Sprouts. I know, you want to see something funny? You watch me walk into Sprouts. So I walk into Sprouts because they had it. And I knew that we needed Dr. Pepper at the house. Now, I didn't know that Sprouts is necessarily a health food store. Like, I think GNC is health food store. Sprouts kind of looks like a grocery store. I take my packets up there. I go, excuse me, ma'am. Y'all, y'all don't have Dr. Pepper, do you? And she, she goes, I, I, she literally harumphed. We're a health food store. No, you're not. You're a grocery store. You bitch. You could have simply said no. Uh, Sprouts is Whole Foods light. She always would be a cunt. What did uh, anyone expect? <laughs> Stop being fat, Greg says. Yes, bitch. Uh, look, she's getting upset because she knows she did wrong. She knows the people wanted her to go to the board. Like, I, I get why she went to Guatemala. And and honestly, honestly, I, I understood I, I did, but I didn't, because there, there's another clip going around talking about it, and it was during the campaign trail, and how she was just eviscerating how people were stopped at the border and how terrible it was, and then they, they, they backed it up with this. Do not come. Do not come. I'm going to come. Well, not that part. Oh. They, they didn't do that part. But this cat, look, look, she, she's firing off at these people because she's tired of hearing, when are you going to go to the border? Well, if you would have, if you, look, all she would have had to do is go to the border once, and then take a trip to Guatemala. Like, she, she could have done it like day 14. Go down there and see how bad it is, hand out some of her cookies without her face on. Oh, this doesn't go over well. No, it didn't go over well when you were releasing your children's book down there, too. 
Does she want to be an author or a baker? Or does she want to be vice president? I'm not sure. The the way this is being covered, though, is so not fair. Like, like I, I, I haven't said the phrase not fair since the, this whole campaign or this whole regime change happened. But I would like to point out, I brought up examples of how bullshit the media is reporting when it comes to children of the President of the United States. How Don Jr., and I don't, uh, let me just throw this out there real quick for everybody. I am not a fan of Don Jr. I don't know enough about Eric. Okay? Ivanka, I've always thought, was a mouth breather. I'm not a big fan of the kids, okay? Yet those kids were constantly lampooned on Saturday Night Live. Why has there not been one skit in the last six months about Hunter Biden? I, I, I'm really. If Don Jr.'s laptop incriminated his father and had all this crack shit and all this kind of stuff on there, and he left it at at a fix-it place, that shit would be on CNN being detected. So I am so tired of this. If Mike Pence had not visited, if they had given this to Mike Pence, the czar of immigration... He would have at least gone down there because Jesus told him to go there. So the, 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 this whole idea that, oh, they're picking up, stop it. Yes, it, stop it. They, they are treating her with the biggest pair of kid gloves I've ever seen. This entire administration. Shit, she could have made just a layover on the way to Guatemala. Yeah, check it out, hand out. You know, hey, I'm the first lady. Whoa, I'm looking at the border. Oh, this is bad. Shit, I got to get on my plane and get to Guatemala. That's it. That's all you got to do. So that is one of the big progressives. And by the way, the administration did not care for her handling of all this, which is kind of delicious because, because, uh-oh, there is infighting. You see, this is what I love. And by the way, Republicans, you love it too because you do it too. Because you think you have so much power that you're smarter than your fellow inter-Democrat or Republican here, and then nothing gets done. Top Democrats are pulling away from Ilan Omar for labeling America and Israel just like terrorist groups. Wow. Who would have saw that coming? Uh, It's ridiculous. I love the fact that there's so much infighting, that they've turned on the progressives. The old school Democrats, you know, the ones that have been there since the 60s, are like, we're not done here yet. (laughs) 
You will not get my title until they pry me out of that cold iron lung. So they've turned on her. They, they, the squad. Now, see, because Kamala was originally in the squad, and so was Ehan. So shots have been fired. And the leader of the squad, woo! Boy, she stepped in it yesterday. And we're talking about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Oh, wait. She needs to come to the ring with music, right? So I do. Cortez. (laughs) I know. I'm going to hell. Um, uh, she really stepped in it yesterday, and this is what we're dealing with, ladies and gentlemen. What do I say is best for the country? What, 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 what do I say? What the hell is this? I, I don't want that. What the fuck? Uh, usually what I say, what's best for the country? is when both sides come together. Republic, uh, Representative Alexandria stupid-ass Cortez suggested that Democrats are wasting their time in squandering their majority by working with Republicans. Well, I, I'm sorry. Does, uh, does that sound like what's doing best for America? I mean, the Republicans and Democrats are trying to work together. And AOC is like, hey, hey, stop that. We're going to lose our control. The only reason you're going to hell is for playing any kind of American music after mentioning that bitch's name. Play some snake charm music if you're going to give her a soundtrack. I mean, this, this gal is something else. She even tweeted, during the Obama administration, folks thought we'd have 60 uh, dim majority for a while. It lasted four months. And do you know why it lasted four months? Because of fucktards like you. You see, during George W. Bush's first part of his first election, he had an all-Republican Congress. He was in the same boat. And they got dick done. Let's go to Obama. She, they had a 60 Democrat majority for a while, and they got dick done, and that's why they were voted out. And it's good they were voted out because I, I know that we, we shit on public schools left and right because all they teach is racism. Four plus floor. Four plus floor. Stop hating Asians. We all learned that the United States government is built on a series of checks and balances. I believe that is directly from a textbook. Where the House checks the Senate, Senate checks the President, and Supreme Court can check them all. Okay? When it's all the same, there's no checks and no balances. 
uh, they, their foot is on gas the whole time. You have to be able to use the brake, too. You can't do They have brakes in NASCARs. They do. Why? Because you have to use it. The regime isn't about America. It's showing more and more every day. I, I agree with that. Look, hey, the, the progressive group here, I, I, don't, I still don't know who's – I think Susan Rice is in charge of the current regime. It, 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 it's, not, it, it's not him. It, it, I promise you the president has a big stick. Joe, pay attention. Corn Pop was a bad dude. He, he's not the leader of the country. I, I'm sorry, and neither is this. Do not come. Do not come. Not the lead. Not even second in charge. I, I, do I think it's, it, it, they're trying to move it that way? And these Democrats that are fighting the progressive, they're the old school. Look, they're old school Americans that want to keep America at least America. Can we just stop the charade of democracy and go straight to an emperor running everything with the consultation of some puppet senators? Amen. Amen. Just show your face. Show who's behind the fucking curtains. So AOC, yeah, she she shit the bed with that. Good for her. Good for her. I don't want to work with them. Awesome. God bless you, child. Oh, man. Now, this guy who was an odd, I don't understand this guy. Uh, let me read you the headline. Anthony Weiner, back on Confide app, he used an underage sexing scandal. Why? Oh, why? Hey, by the way, this Confide is a secret message- messaging app. Uh, not that secret. This is on Fox News. He had a relationship with a 15-year-old girl. Anthony Weiner needs to be as far away from civilization as you can be. How long until he gets in trouble again? Anthony Weiner and his fucking dick pics are a reason that Hillary Clinton did not beat Donald Trump. Because his wife at the time, who he was cheating on, was like her campaign manager. And once she found out about him, like, you know, sending dick pics to chicks, she kind of lost her mind. And then there's dicks on computers in the, in the, it was just an all scandal. This guy needs to stay out of the public eye. Don't you think someone, anyone who is working with Kamala would have said and should have said, don't stop at come finish strong. Do not come to our country. Um, don't give them an inch. Turn into do not come into something dirty. I, I, I think afterwards, I don't think, here's the thing I think about Kamala. I, I think Kamala is a diva. Yeah, I, I'm smelling diva in her. And she has a speechwriter that she, quote-unquote, trusts. By the way, that speechwriter probably has been fired by now for, the, for, for just that don't come. 
because yeah, I mean, look, in today's modern world, when you, when 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 you do this, hold on, let me find that sound effect. Do not come. Do not come. I could loop that over and over and over again and then play that. I mean, we're going to come. I mean, oh. So stupid on her part. But I think she's a diva, and she, she doesn't realize that. See, the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. These politicians and these people that live in the ivory towers and have lived in ivory towers for a while, and Kamala's been there for a little while to where she probably doesn't know what it's like to just suck a mayor's dick. I mean, she's got senators and fucking, you know, sheiks now. She's pouring that fucking jizz all over. She doesn't remember what it was like to struggle. She doesn't get it. She doesn't get this shit. And by the way, she doesn't care because we are peasants. What, what Ogre was talking about earlier, having an emperor run, they are already treating like this. They, they're treating us like that. Our military and our police, they will try to use against us. They're trying to get us to turn on the police as it is right now. And I've got a great story, two, two stories from now, about what the defund movement has done. It's great. Anthony Weiner is actually a Russian agent named Igor Kavosky, who was planned in the USA years ago to affect elections. <laughs> Hashtag no way out. Uh, Hangtown Jen, I mean, I don't even write speeches, and yet I have a strong feeling. You don't put our women VP up there saying, do not come, do not come. You just don't. No. No, that, that, that's bad. That's bad. So, yeah, Anthony Weiner, look, I, I just did that story because I want to be the first to say I, I am the over and under on him getting in trouble is six weeks. I, I, I'm setting over under six weeks. His name will be in the news. There will be all kind of fucking, and who knows, it might be tied to Kamala Harris this time. I, I, I don't know. Now, this is a part of the defund story, but not the good part yet. Police departments, this this is actually a horrible story, struggled to recruit since killing of George Floyd. Now, I don't like the way that's written. They're saying that today's modern citizen isn't going to be a police officer because they don't want to be trained to put their knee on someone's neck. And let, let me just say, this. You would probably have a better time recruiting dentists. Someone to go to dental school. Because everybody hates a dentist. Dentists used to have the highest suicide rate uh, among professionals because everybody hated them and they worked in such an enclosed space. True story. Look it up. Police departments are struggling to recruit because they can't pay anybody anymore. Okay? And by the way, who wants to be a cop right now? I, I, I can't blame young people for, for saying, well, I, I don't necessarily want to get in law enforcement. They're ta- they, you're far less secure than you once were. Some areas want you not to carry a gun, but you have to enforce laws against people that do carry guns. 
Now, how does that work? I liked my dentist, but now he's retiring. I had one dentist in my life that I ever liked, and he retired, and I, I lost my shit. I was like, no, you can't. Risk rewarded in there. There are still people who want to be cops, so I'm sure there's a lot less. Oh, oh, I'm sure. I'm not saying nobody wants to become a cop. If I said nobody, I was, I was just saying that to say it. There are still people that are going to become cops. They aren't, they aren't afraid of this. But I, the numbers are going to be dramatically down. You're going to see a lot of, uh, you know, this will be a generational. By the way, by the way, what was the, y'all have a better, uh, y'all have a better memory than me. I was working on the, uh, the celebrity ass death matches. Today we're doing comedians. Next week I, I had sportscasters, TV dads. What was the one that I was going to work on? Does anybody remember? I remember I came up with it in the show and I really, really liked it, but I, I didn't. I thought I wrote it down, but I didn't write it down. Anybody can help me. I'd appreciate that. Uh, my wife is, I, I love her uh, of all things dental. She is weird, but I love her. She loves dentists, though. Okay. Oh, fucking hate. I'm so glad I have false teeth now. Oh, God. Uh, all right. So... Story is, is that police departments are having a hard time recruit. I can understand that. But uh, an uppity city, a ritzy Atlanta community that has been recently plagued by violence, the Buckethead City Committee. Buckethead City. It's right outside of Atlanta. What they have done, is that they are trying uh, to uh, build up their own police force. They want to build their own police force, pay them. Uh, Given everything that's been going on here, what's worse than that? Why did I have say we had three major issues: crime, crime, and crime. Now I looked up the demographics of this city. The city is majority white. Or this area, majority white. I I don't see this going well. If they try to hire their own police force. How does the own police force are are they are they licensed by the state? I mean, I, I can understand hiring ser- private security around there, but your own private police force. I mean, look, I ain't gonna tell people what to and not to spend money on, but. As of May 29th, murders in Atlanta were up 63%. Wow. Number of shootings was up 45%. It's a 133% spike from three reported at the same time last year. Wow. So this is an affluent part of Atlanta, and they want to build their own police force. Well, good luck.
I think first you're going to have to incorporate as an actual city, and then you hire your police force. But they're still going to have to follow the state of Georgia's laws. So there you go. There you go. And nobody remembers what I, I said yesterday about Celebrity Ask Deathmatch. I, I know I have sports broadcasters. We got TV dads next Friday for dads. Can't remember what that, that the new one was. So there you go. I love this story. This story is so fantastic. This is why I'm happy sometimes. A 14-year-old in Virginia is speaking out about what she says is a sexist move by the school district by allowing boys into girls' locker rooms. Tuesday's school board meeting, Jolene Grover was wearing a shirt that read, Woman is female argued. Two years ago, I was told policy 1040 was just an umbrella philosophy and you weren't going to allow boys into the girls' locker rooms. But here you are doing just that. She's an eighth grader whose mom pulled her out of school last year after seeing various controversial policies emerging. Now, let me ask you this as family. A lot of y'all have kids. Would you allow your daughters in the same locker room as boys? Dave Co, what's yours? I, I'm still waiting on the one because the one that we came up with yesterday was awesome. What's yours? My middle schooler doesn't need to see a wiener. Exactly. This is what I'm... What about SNL reoccurring characters? Okay, I, I'm, I'm going to write that down. You mean like, uh, like Matt Foley? I like that. That's not bad. I like that. I, I have written it down. Uh, this kind of stuff is happening at my kids' school. We're pulling them out. That's Alicia. Kale says, boys are fucking gross assholes. I'd feel, <laughs> I feel I'd be catching a charge. Ogre says, trans section of the locker room. Greg says, I have two daughters, and I fucking know. Yes. But this is, look, this is what they want. They, they. Once again, once again, this is where we got we to gotta stop. Fred Garvin. <laughs> Fred Garvin was great. Um, we have to stop trying to be so. We try. We overthink shit so much in this country. Everything is so. Well, we don't want this person to feel. Hey, 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 hey. All you got to do, especially if you're a dad, is remember when you were in middle school. You wanted to be in the girls' locker room. Okay? Now they're in the same locker room. 
Because no kid will ever lie about identifying as a female. No, that won't happen. Why why is it? And I I don't have children. So, parents, you're going to have, and honestly, I want an answer. Why is it so important that your kids grow up right away? Why, why, why is that so important to you? Why is it so important? And, and I'm asking these people that want the boys in the girls' locker rooms, and I want the trans at, at 9 years old and 10 years old. When did you stop being a parent that could say no? Did, has no gone away? Parents, has the word no gone away? We're focusing on feelings over logic. Yep, society is going to hell in a handbasket on a rocket ship. Amen to that, brother. When I was in middle school, I had a perpetual boner. <laughs> Kale, that sounds like uh, school was hard for you. Hey, now, all right, there we go. Okay, hey, Dave Cope, these are great. I appreciate it. But remember when you were in a, and now, ladies, I want you to remember when you were in eighth grade. Did you want a boy in your locker room? Maybe maybe you wanted the, your boyfriend there, but did you want boys? You know, when you didn't want to be around your boyfriend was when he was with all his other friends because we're boys. Boys are awful beings. Let, let me, let, I, I'm just going to warn you right now. If you don't know, if you don't know, you better call somebody. So I'm that somebody. Boys are awful. Okay. Look, look. We sniff each other's farts. We do. We think it's funny. We fart on one another. We have spit contests. We play bloody knuckles. We're a bunch of idiots. Especially in eighth grade. And now we got these hormones raging in us and going crazy. Yeah, yeah, let them in a middle school locker room. Great idea. Uh, These people are perpetual victims and are pushing an agenda, yeah. Hell yeah, start sex early. (laughs) My mom says, happy Friday, ass. So dumb. The, our our current world is so goddamn dumb, and these li- quote unquote educated people. Oh, we have to be tolerant. Look, man, I ain't gonna beat the shit out of no guy because he's wearing a dress. That that's wrong. First of all, first of all, it's wrong. Secondly, I ain't gonna beat anybody up unless they need to be beat up. So there you go. Now, will I make fun of anybody for anything? Yes, I will, because that's the way the world should work. Mm, this just makes me hate and question educators. Yep. Look, it starts it starts so high up, and then it drips down. And, and this is like one of those things. You know, we can't trust our politicians. Then the politician, then it gets down to a local level, and you have to look at the school board and what they do. And then you have to look at the superintendents and what kind of scumbags they are. 
maybe you get down to the teacher level and you got some good teachers there that really want to make a difference. Or then you get some teachers that are there who just want to pass on their political propaganda because they think that is what teaching is all about. And that's wrong on both sides. Um, yeah, in this woke society, logic doesn't exist. It, but see, that's the problem. On this show, that's one of two rules that we have. Consistency and logic. That's all I ask on this show. If you disagree with me, fine. I, I'm fine to have a conversation with you. I'm not going to scream and yell at you. As long as you don't scream and yell at me, name call me, hey, I will have a conversation with you. But make it consistent and make it logic. I'll be glad, and it won't even be an argument. It will be an actual conversation. I don't necessarily like arguing with people. And there's a reason for that. Is And I'm going to toot my own horn. I'm too good at it. I just am. I spent 25 years in the big leagues arguing daily, hourly. I know how to do it. And if you get into name calling, you're way past your depth then. Shit. That's how it should be. But if you disagree with society, you are racist, sexist, homophobic, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And yes, I am all those things. Because they're just names. And I still buy, I live by an old credo that my daddy taught me. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt them. You want to call me those things? You go right ahead. That's what makes you feel good. You go right ahead. I have never, ever been actually dealt in racism. Have I told jokes? Yes, I've told jokes about every fucking creed out there. But I've never denied service or used something uh, or had a colored-only bathroom in my house. So, okay, I know that one's not true. Uh, sexist? I, I think I've treated ladies pretty well in my life. I've never hit a woman. I've had a woman beat the shit out of me. So sexist, I'll go ahead and rule that one out. And homophobic. I actually know gay people, and, and, and I know that's the easy one to do now because that's the new black one. Oh, I got a gay friend. I, I worked in the entertainment world. I worked, as a, I worked in radio. I knew a lot of gay people. Gay people, I still to this day call my friends. I don't care. I don't care if they're gay or not. Whatever, man. It's no big deal to me. It ain't going to affect me. So to say any of those things, and but have I made gay jokes? Yes. Gay jokes is not homophobic. It's jokes. Uh, let's see. Oh, th- this story is great because it's about a Virginia teacher that was suspended because the teacher refused to use the trans students' pronouns. A judge in Virginia has said, no, she needs to be reinstated. 
PE teacher named Tanner Cross was placed on admin leave after he spoke out against his school's proposed new gender policies. He was also ordered to stay away from school grounds and forbidden to speak at school board meetings. He says, I'm a teacher, but I serve God first. He refused to refer to trans students by their pronouns with which he, they identify because of his religious belief. It's lying to a child, he said. It's abuse to a child. It's sinning against our God. Last week, uh, let's see, uh, Circuit Judge uh, James Plyman agreed, ordered that Loudoun uh, County Public Schools immediately reinstate the teacher, also called the school's handling of the situation extreme. School system argued they had suspended Cross not for his thoughts, but for the disruption he'd caused. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. He didn't cause that disruption. No, no, that that would be the student. I, I'm sorry to blame the trans on this, but I'm going to blame. They brought this to him. They are the one. No, you wrote that wrong. Uh-uh. According to the school, officials received six whole emails from parents who didn't want their kid to have contact with the teacher. One of the transgender parents whose kids take cross class said, uh, he will, hateful rhetoric will be rule. What, because you ain't going to be called she? Hateful rhetoric because he's going to refer to somebody who was born a boy a boy. Hateful rhetoric. Come on, man. As I'm telling you right now, I know for a fact, because I've seen it on tape, Bruce Jenner's mama still refers to him as Bruce. Is she a hate monger? Is she? So what about your uncle? Will your uncle be a hate monger who, who calls you his niece, even though you want to be his nephew? I, I th- This is gay. We are listening to the children rule our lives now, people. Do you not see this? Do do you not see this? Wake the fuck up, then. Children control everything. You as a parent still have this wonderful gift, and I give it back to you. And that is the gift of no. You're doing the hardest job on the face of the earth right now, you parents. You are raising adults. And when your kid doesn't want to eat his Brussels sprouts, A, good on that kid, because he didn't even try them. I at least tried them as a kid. But you don't. if your rule is you don't allow them up from the dinner table until they do that, then guess what? That kid's going to be at that fucking table all night long, possibly. And maybe so will you, because that's the cost of being a parent. A lot of parents give in. Oh, fine, just go to bed. I've got a busy day tomorrow. Their busy day is more important than teaching that kid a lesson. And that lesson is, I'm the fucking boss. I know, you probably never thought of it that way. You know how those parents 
I, I, I dropped this one on somebody a long-ass time ago, and they couldn't believe it. They're like, oh, my God. Kids aren't that smart. I'm like, come on. Kid, kids are a little smarter than we give them credit for. Not much, but a little bit. When you got little Johnny who wants to be at home, sitting in his room, and in their room there's computers, there's video games, everything's there, right? Little Johnny just wants to stay at home and play video games. But nope, y'all got to go to the grocery store, and little Johnny's still too little to stay at home by himself. So what happens? You take him to the store, little Johnny's being a little fucking prick, throws a tantrum in the store. Well, you're one of these progressive parents where you don't beat the child, where you don't do a timeout. No, we're just going to leave. Well, there you go. Now you've taught your little manipulator how to manipulate you perfectly. Any place that kid doesn't want to go, they throw a tantrum, boom, you come back home. Guess what? Johnny's back on his bed playing his video game. And now you have to figure out when you're going to go get your sun-kissed in Oreos for him. Ogre says, one time my daughter wouldn't eat her uh, no-thank-you bite of dinner. And a while I got her pillow and blanket and brought it to the table. She ate her dinner. There you go. Good. These kids, like, like I said last week, I was talking about this last week. All you parents that hate the movie Frozen or even go back even further and go back high school musical, you're in charge. You could have said, no, we're not watching that because you didn't want to hear that bullshit anymore. But you didn't. And look, 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 this, this, is, this is the outside looking in. I understand. I don't know how hard it is. And I'm not being, I'm not talk, I'm not being a sarcastic here. I don't know how hard it is. Okay? And there's a reason I don't know. It's a choice on my part for not knowing. Because I kind of do. I kind of get it. That you are swamped. That you not only have your life to live, but your spouse's. You got to take care of your spouse, too. And if you're a mom, then that means another child, right? Yeah, because men. And then you got your kids. I understand you're busy as shit. And flopping them down in front of Frozen and letting that kid watch Frozen 58 times in a row, so much easier. So much easier than having to deal with it. I get it. I get it. But when they don't respond to no anymore, and they just do whatever they want, then you've lost. You've lost them. You've got this entitled group of kids out here now. You've got these kids out here who, who think everything in the world belongs to them because they're entitled, because they made it out of high school. I mean, the first thing I would do is fucking get rid of kindergarten fucking graduation. Any class graduation that wasn't ending in high school, even junior high, there's no graduation. You graduate from high school and college. That's it. That's it. Truck driving school, you can have a graduation ceremony there. The end of any school. That's it. Mm -mm. We're not having those anymore. Sorry. Yeah, Douglas says you have to win these battles when they are small kids because it only gets worse the bigger they get. Yes, exactly. Yes. Douglas, you get it. You understand. And I know parents out there, look, I'm not, I'm not bitching at the ass fam. I'm bitching at all you motherfuckers in cubicles 
listening to this show for free right now. And you know how I know the ass family didn't do this? It's because, you know, birds of a feather. They're going to treat their kids. They're going to raise their kids the way kids were supposed to be raised. Is there some spoiling in there? Yes, absolutely. You should spoil your children every now and then. They're kids. They don't know any better. But you're raising adults. You have to teach them. No. We call it an eighth-grade promotion. Yes, they were promoting us to high school. Yeah, there you go. We didn't have any kind of fucking graduation parties or nothing. You know why? Because that was my job. It was my job to get to that grade. Otherwise, my ass would have been beat down. Speaking of dickheads. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Where was that story? Where's my Nazi story? What's that one? Is this this? Oh, yeah, this is it right here. Okay, okay. Breitbart is reporting this, that Instagram is fact-checking jokes about Anthony Fauci. I want... <laughs> we could do so. What was long and... <laughs> what was... The... If anybody can create a meme with Fauci's thing on it, please create one with his face. Say what's long? What was long and hard for Dr. Fauci? Third grade. Put that on there. See if see if Instagram fucking takes that down. I am so tired of the social media fact checking, the censors. My son enjoyed Minecraft on his school iPad, and wouldn't stop until the battery died. So my wife calmly put screen time limits on the iPad that automatically turned it off. It was such a fun thing to watch when my son found that out. <laughs> yes, that's doing it the right way. I got hope. I have hope. See, this is why we have to grow this show. See, look, I, I, I want to grow the show not only for me to be a bigger giant star. Yes, absolutely. My ego is what needs feeding. Because I look at you guys out there who have families who have raised kids. You guys have done it the right way. You guys should share your experiences with these fucking Mongols that are out there right now. These window lickers that are raising kids that let their kids do whatever the fuck they want. I, I saw someone. Di- I saw a clip from a Dr. Phil from last year about this 14-year-old kid who spends 14 hours a day playing video games. Now his mother is a cripple; she's in a wheelchair. I don't know what happened to her. I feel bad for the lady, you know. And and he's got a daddy, and I guess the daddy like puts a whooping on him every now and then, as he should. The kid throws the video game controllers at the mom in the wheelchair. Come on, that ain't that, that even that's not even sporting. I'll tell you this right now. Dr. Phil is, is lucky. He is who he is, and that show is not Dr. Arnie. I'm I'm just gonna tell you this right now. Get ready for the first episode ever of Dr. Arnie. I'm sitting on there. I got my seven thousand dollar suit with a t shirt on underneath it. That'll be my gimmick. 
I'll be sitting there and I'll be listening to the, you know, I ain't going to come up with cool phrases like lowering a snake's belly in the mud. Uh -uh. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Dr. Arnie. And I'm sitting there and I see the video. The kid throwing the controller at his mama in a wheelchair or slapping at her, which I saw. I'm going to say, can you stop that? Do you remember doing that to the kid? And the kid's 14. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember doing that. She was making me mad. Wham! Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 open-handed slap right to the fucking head on that kid. Bam. And, I look, I'll tell the parents. I'll tell the parents beforehand, look, I'm going to whoop the shit out of your kid. Obviously, Mom, you can't. You're, you're in a bad situation. Dad, I don't want you to get, I, you, you seem to get in trouble. Well, I'll go ahead and whoop this damn kid. Tell you what, I, I tell you what, maybe I'll take the head slap away. How about this? I, I, I jerk him up by, the, by the, the back of his neck out of that chair, throw him over my knee, and I fucking paddle his ass on live TV. We ain't got time for that bullshit, son. No. Next video I saw was a 28-year-old living at home. Get that kid on, Dr. Arnie. 28? Oh, I can abuse you, motherfucker, because you are not a child. You are a grown-ass man. Uh, those kids grow up to be sociopaths just like the song. Oh, you should give that... That little snot, some Ric Flair chops, or the Big Show open palm slap. That'd be the greatest single episode TV history. Oh, you get, I, I, I'm going to tell you this right now. Look, I would have to have my show, Dr. Arnie, on one of the networks that, that was a little bit more flexible. Because I, I would, I, I'll tell you this right now. You know, one of my episodes is going to be scaring kids straight. You get them bully kids, you know. Oh, I don't give a fuck what my mom says. Man, fuck that bitch. Fuck her. Fuck that. And, you know, you take them to the local prison. And they're all hard in there. The kids are. They're all hard at first. And then the inmates start yelling at them. And then they kind of get in their face. Nope, I'm throwing you in the gin pop. There you go. No, there's no guards. To, they, you're in gym pop for 15 minutes. If you can make it to the other end of the prison, you keep acting the way you do. Make sure that all the criminals, all the, all the felons that are already in there, they all have protection. Man. Dr. Arnie talking to an adult male who takes his mom to job interview. Doctor tells the guy to lean closer. (laughs) Boom, uppercut. Oh, I'd beat some ass on that show. I would fucking beat some ass on that show. Welcome to Dr. Arnie today. Well, today's episode is a very special episode. It's about, well, it's about the Smiths. You see, the Smiths, they've allowed their, their son, Randy, and his wife to move into their home to stay. They have a five-bedroom home, and they've added on another master suite. I go up to Randy, and I go, hey, Randy, you realize that you live with your mama and your daddy? Well, yes, I am very proud of that fact. You're proud of that. 
Randy, I would like to show you all your friends from high school laughing at you right now. There you go. I've embarrassed him. And then, then you know what? Yeah, Randy's wife, Mrs. Randy, I'll be like, honey, what did you see in him? Were, were you abused as a child? Is that what it is? Is that why you thought this was the man? Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, I I don't see a lot of networks taking that one. But that's okay. It's okay. Hey, special guest Stone Cold. One episode, 44 guests, 23 hours long, just in case it gets canceled. Uh, All right, last story before we start the death match. Kim Jong-un, who's lost a bunch of weight, I guess, recently, don't care. I hope it's the AIDS that we sent him. I mean, the people to help him. Maybe we helped him, you know, lose the weight. I, I, I don't know what he and Trump had. He's addressed his people in North Korea, and he just announced a plan to bring tangible change to North Korea's economy. Now, I sat on this story, and I thought, and I thought, and I, th- and I read the story. He announced plans to senior ruling party officials that are intended to bring tangible change to the North Korean economy and people's living conditions. Now, they don't really go into great detail about it. So this is what I'm thinking. For a nominal fee, of course, you can now own your own North Korean. Boy, you... (laughs) So the wealthy people in North Korea, there's a ruling class there. They can buy other North Koreans and then make them do whatever they want and not pay them. Because North Korea isn't really known, right, as any kind of... What do we need from North Korea that's going to be a tangible change to their economy? Uh, uh, parade organizers? I mean, because their parades are pretty spectacular. If they're going to start doing parades, then like for local municipalities around America and the rest of the world, I could see that. But short of selling their own people, oh, are they going to sell all their military shit? So like anybody, they're going to open a website? For $22.99, you can get this ballistic missile that may or may not reach the United States. Tangible change is like extra pennies on their paycheck. Look, did you ever see the movie Eurotrip? Remember when they get caught in fucking like Eastern Europe? And they have like 88 cents and they they live like kings on 88 cents. You throw a bag of pennies out of plane over North Korea. Yeah, you're probably going to kill some people because of the drop and everything. But once they hose that shit off and and, and what, they're going to feel rich. There's a movie scene, uh, a scene in the medieval movie, uh, 
El Cid, where they're besieging a town. After a while, the people in the city are starving, so the good guy catapulted over the walls, and the people revolt against the evil rulers. The good guys win uh, the city without firing a single arrow. Maybe we should airdrop tons of Twinkies and Big Macs in North Korea. (laughs) There you go. Welcome. This is from America. Uh, Ogre, Ogre, let me ask you something, Ogre. When When you hear North Korean leader say that they're intending to bring tangible change to North Korea... How can they do that? Like, I this, this is a, an area that no one will really trade with. What, what are they going to do? They have to be selling their people. Well, you know, it's, it's not a bad idea. We're going to thin out our population. It means, you know, you can live in bigger houses now. Uh, they point guns at people and say, we're making tangible changes. Oh, maybe they're just murdering people there. Okay. Either way, right now, great time to be a citizen of North Korea. Man, oh man, I wish I could be there. Please send me a shirt. Fuck's sake. fuck's sake when kim jong is losing weight they really have a food shortage no shit i mean and they showed it that suit was hanging on that fat bastard well not that fat anymore all right uh let's see uh let's do this right here shall we oh boy it's the one we've been waiting for celebrity gonna go through comedians young old comedians it doesn't matter we are going to find our Mount Rushmore and the greatest comedian of all time will be the face let's get it on yes let's get it on and we start with a doozy a matchup of matchups if you will first matchup hey hey uh, do I have? I do actually have a drop from this guy. God bless his soul. We still have great comedy out there. There's always rambling Joe Biden. What the fuck? <laughs> Joe says shit that even people with Tourette's go, no. There you go. The one and only Nanu Nanu Mork for Mork Robin Williams taking on a comedian I've loved since I was a kid. Hickory dickory duck. This chick was sucking my cock. The clock struck two. I dropped my goo and dumped the bitch on the next block. Whoa! Andrew Dice Clay. Robin Williams. Andrew Dice Clay. Ass family. Who ya got?
Stop the fight. Yeah, we got to stop the fight. I, 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 it's over. Wow, look at that. Hot Stephanie's here. Warbird's in the house. Good morning, you two. Robin Williams moves on. Next matchup. Oh, man. They, they, now, this one's tough on me personally because these are two of my favorites. He started as a stand-up. Then he went to Saturday Night Live and did Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. It was also Gumby, damn it. And then became Beverly Hills Cop. Eddie Murphy. I know you, Eddie. You the fuck you, man. Fuck you, Eddie. Eddie Murphy. Taking on a man that gave us the greatest moment in television history. Look around here. There's enough niggas in here to make a Tarzan movie. The one and only. Red Fox. Ask family. I ask you. Eddie Murphy versus Red Fox. Who you got? Charlie Murphy's brother, fuck your couch, N-word, fuck your couch. <laughs> I love Charlie Murphy. Tommy got to meet him. He went and saw him do a stand-up show, got to meet him. I'm so jealous of that. Eddie Murphy moves on. Okay. Here we go. I need to check something out here. Yeah, let, let me do this here. I... Yeah, okay. You guys ready? All right, here we go. Next matchup. We have that wild and crazy guy. The one and only Steve Martin. Taking on, daddy got to get the biggest piece of chicken. Huh. I never seen the media stick anybody up at the ATM. Uh, Chris Rock. Ask family, I ask you the two SNL alums, Steve Martin, Chris Rock, who you got?
go. We have ourselves a winner ass family. It was close. But Chris Rock prevailed. Barely. Chris Rock. Next matchup. We have a man from New York who had a very, very popular television show for a long time. And he is a clean comedian. A clean comedian, I say. Jerry Seinfeld. Taking on the man that first talked about all seven dirty words you couldn't say on TV. I give you the legend. George Carlin. Jerry Seinfeld. George Carlin. Ask family. Who you got? family. Here we go. We've got to get these people into the final four. And you are the only ones that can do it. So here we go. First matchup. Ask family, I ask you. In a matchup of Mork from Ork, Robin Williams taking on Eddie Murphy. Boy, that's big. That is huge. I ask you, ask family, who ya got? <laughs> Stephanie says, I love playing this game. I never get to participate. Well, there you go. You're playing today. And we'll be on Mount Rushmore of comedians. Next one. Here we go. Did stand-up, then SNL, then stand-up, then some movies. Now back to stand-up. I give you Chris Rock. 
taking on George Carlin, who did make a few movies in his day. Jay and Silent Bob, he was in that. So, Chris Rock, George Carlin, ass family, who ya got? Rushmore ass family is set. George Carlin and Robin Williams are on there. We will get to the next, the the Western Conference after we take a break, play some music. I go grab some Dr. Pepper, come back. We do some stories about some famous people, and then we play. All right. Uh, you're listening to Arnie Radio at ArnieRadio.com.
Now it's a two-day-old burrito On a lukewarm bed to go On a Sunday side of a road trip weekend Lordy, I was feeling so low When somebody flipped on the jukebox And I heard old Bob Will say Well, won't you stay all night? Stay a little longer so I held on another day Everything will be just right down here in Texas Man, there ain't no doubt You just listen to me Cause I know what I'm talking about But yeah, I like Texas Well, ain't it fine here I like to pick my guitar down at Stubbs Barbecue Drink that shiner box beer
to woke society. There are jokes that I will tell, and then there are jokes that I will not tell. And they, I won't tell. There are certain jokes I won't tell. Why? Because I don't like them. I don't care. You like them. You can like them all you want. I ain't going to fucking cancel you for it. And I think we need to do that with even more than jokes. This weekend, one of my, I don't want to say super duper favorite artists, but I do like this guy. Like I like Kid Rock. I like Kid Rock a lot. He doubled down on using the word faggot. That's the word he used. I'm not going to blank it out. I already insult your intelligence enough when I use the word N-word. That's the one, though, that, that's tough to, to, to explain on tape. Kid Rock last weekend was at some bar in Tennessee. I think it was he was in Cousin Fucker, Tennessee. And he was drinking, partying with people. I don't know if his band was playing or what was going on, but he was there and he was having a good time, as, as he's allowed. And people were filming him. Now, as a celebrity, he's going to know that people are filming. Well, he doesn't like it, and he starts flipping them off. And then he says, fuck you with your iPhones. And then he says, you fucking iPhone vejotes as he called them. So he decided to go to Twitter. And he answered his critics on crit. <laughs> and this is what he said. He answered as his other personality, Bob Ritchie, Robert Ritchie. That's his real name. That's Kid Rock's real name is Robert Ritchie. Robert Ritchie responded at the tweet, if Kid Rock using the word faggot offends you, good chance you are one. Either way, I know he has a lot of love for his gay friends, and I will have a talk with him. Have a nice day, Bob Ritchie. Now, I got to say, that was well played, sir. Well played. And it's about time somebody, 
come out and finally echo what I've been saying for years. That fag does not have anything to do with being gay. It doesn't, it never did. We didn't know what gay was when we were eight. We were calling people fags at eight. I didn't know what two gay guys, I didn't know how they would even, I wouldn't even know how two straight people did it. A fag, all that means is you're not a man. You're not manning up. You're being faggy. I'm so tired. I am so pissed that that word has out has been out of our lexicon for so long. It's such a great word. South Park did a whole episode on that. Good. They, we should talk more about it. I miss the word fag. God Almighty, I have to call people queefs now, in case I don't want to get canceled. Because this is the problem. People don't understand this is once again, once again, I have to lead you down that guy of cool land and, and guy world. Got to tell you truths. See, I, you, this is the one thing you're always going to get from me. And I know I'm going to get letters from guys going, please, please don't explain, expose any more truths. When I was back on the radio, I was the first one to expose this whole problem with, 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 with gym locker rooms. I was the first. Now everybody has their little comments. Fuck, even Joe Biden talks about it. I mean, th- and, and do does the does the proper credit go anywhere? No, it doesn't. I know for a fact that I was the first one. I remember walking in in the Senate chamber uh, in the Senate gym, uh, like in a YMCA, the uh, the men walk around between the shower and the stalls with nothing on. I felt guilty. I was fully clothed. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you wanted to share with the rest of the class, didn't you, Joe? It's the hard T that makes me cringe. Why? Don't know. Yeah, look, I, and I, I never used the got part of it. The got part was just too much. I think the got part was just the, that was guttural anger. If you called some, if you used the got suffix. That would be correct. Yes, the suffix of the word. You were pissed off at somebody. That was an that that's an angry word. Fag is not an angry word. Do, do we not remember the scene in Fast Times at Ridgemont High where Stu Nahan is interviewing a young Jeff Spicoli and he asks him about Bob or Rick or Kane or John Jungle Road and Spicoli's answer was beautiful. <laughs> those guys are fags. Meaning they weren't as good as he was. That's what it means. Come on. Give me my word. Can I have at least that word back? I know I can't get the N-word back ever. But can I have that one back? Please. Please. Man. That would be the homies version of mom using all three names. Yeah? Yeah, that day you know that something's wrong when the suffix comes out. When when got is used, that's bad. See, and, and Stephanie, thank you. See, we got to explain that. 
Yeah. Exactly. Tim, you got it. See, this is all we need to do. We need to tell the truth of what we mean. Look, I, I'll tell you this right now. Even back when I was, you know, growing up here in the great state of Texas, we weren't the most open-minded people. I, I think you can, you can understand that, knowing me. If we saw gay guys, we called them homos. We didn't call them fags. We called them homos. That's what we called them. Look at those two homos. We either called them homos or queers. One of the two. Fags was reserved. That was ours. Okay, honey, you can have that word back. Okay, fag is coming back. By the way, I'm going to officially institute it back in our vernacular. It is okay to use fag on this show from now on. Hey, hear me on today, Friday, June 11th. The word fag is okay to use on this show. Thank you, Dave Co, for giving me the, the, the okay as I answer you guys. Try to cancel Kid Rock, I dare you. Okay, I mean, honestly, you ain't going to do it. You ain't going to do it. Why, A, this guy is fucking, he's the king of rednecks right now. And the problem is, he really ain't a redneck that much. I mean, he tries to be. He he wants to live in the, in the redneck world. I get it. Hey, more power to you, kid. And you keep leading the redneck nation. But you aren't going to cancel him. Tim says, thanks, fag. I appreciate it. Why is queer a bad word? They even got a fun outdoor sport named after him, right? I mean, I miss Smear the Queer. He also looks like Dr. Phil kind of now, yeah. I like Kid Rock. I, I would go see Kid I, I mean, he's playing at Billy Bob's. I ain't spending $300 to see his sorry ass, so. Maybe those tickets will go down now. Okay, if you thought all the Friends hype and, and, and shit was over, now that the reunion has come and gone, let me just say, think again, my friends. Now, I like the show. I was a big fan of Friends. I liked it. I don't necessarily like the, 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 the Trekkies of Friends now. And, and I'm not putting Trekkies down. No, 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 no. I, I'm. You know how Star Trek has their super fans, the Trekkies. Well, friends have their big groups of fans, and they are now about to set sail, if you will. A New Jersey and Singapore-based travel agency, sounds wonderful, wants to do a friends cruise. While the makers were planning a Friends reunion, we at FN are a fan of world travel. Uh, fans of the TV show Friends were planning a cruise for all the fans out there. Seven-day cruise included part of Fort Lauderdale, Key West, Grand Cayman, Cayman Islands, Coz Cozumel. While on the ship, fans who booked the Friends cruise experience will be treated to a dress-up party, trivia games, and a cooking demonstration according to update press release. Bookings are limited to 500 diehard fans. 
Um, but the T T T. The excuse me. Will there be any of the friends there? I mean, it's cool and all, but we have. Is Gunther gonna be there at least? Can you afford to give him a room? How about you let Elliot Gould on there? This is going to be one of them weird friends reunions. We're going to guy some guy who was an extra in Central Perk. Uh, yeah, I was on episode 15, season 4. Uh, I was guy in green sweater. You remember me. <laughs> no, you make fun of the Trekkies all you want. They're deviant weirdos. Okay, hey, okay. I use Trekkies just as a Star Wars fans. Hello? I mean, really, outside of making a coffee shop and a set that looks like theirs, what's a friend's cruise? And that, is, that is, like, I get a Star Wars cruise because you could have, like, Darth Vader and Star Troopers all over the place. Stormtroopers. If that chick who played Ross's girlfriend, Mona, is there, or Aisha Tyler was there, I'd take that cruise. (laughs) Stephanie wrote in all caps, when are people going to realize that cruises are death-defying excursions full of the Hannah virus and accidental falls off the balcony? Dude, I can't believe that. uh, This is funny to me. After being locked down for an entire year, people want to get on a cruise ship for weeks at a time. It's locked down there, too. I know that you're setting sail, that you're on the open seas, but you're really not. You're in this big, gigantic incubator. Phoebe's twin will be there. <laughs> Ursula. They'll get lookalikes. And all you're going to hear is that damn replacement song the entire time. That and Smelly Cat. This is an awful idea. This is so bad. Hey, how about a Who's the Boss fucking cruise? Or a, 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 a fucking... Dynasty cruise. Cruises have gone over the top. I know there's rock and roll cruises. There's even wrestling cruises. Mm-mm. Well, if Jennifer Anderson's bicycle seat is on the cruise, it's going to be stolen. I'm just telling you that right now. Tim says, I was scheduled to go on my very first cruise right before the pandemic hit. Fuck my life. I've been on a cruise. Uh, it was fun. I mean, yeah, I got uh, this is way back in my drinking days. I don't think a cruise would be that much fun for me now. Uh, but, hey, they, they're okay. I mean, you know, I got a bunch of Cuban cigars in Mexico. Got was able to get those back. Yes. Oh, I, I'm past the statute of limitations on that. I can I can brag about that. Mm-hmm. So there you go. 
No, I, I don't know what the price of this is. They're going to jack up the price because the word friends is on it, though. Oh, good. A Game of Thrones cruise that's uh, going to be clu- cruising to Croatia. Oh, let me just tell you, my dreams have come true. I got booked on a cruise to Croatia. I.e., an oil tanker has kidnapped me and is going to sell me in Croatia. Good old Prince Harry got called out by somebody. I don't think he's going to respond to this. Because if you respond to this guy, he might. He, he might try to whoop your ass. I'm just saying. Prince Harry was called a fucking woke snowflake by Noel Gallagher for ripping the royal family. Now, Noel Gallagher is half of the band Oasis. If you don't know about Oasis, well, let me just say Noel and his brother. I can't think of his, What's his brother's name? Uh, Neil. Or... Uh, Liam, Liam, Liam Gallagher. I have never seen, I I haven't seen that much hate in a family member since the last time I saw my sister. And I honestly have never punched my sister. This guy has gotten into physical altercations on stage with his brother. In an interview with the son Gallagher, uh, Stardom Road in the 90s, shooting his fucking mouth off of that shit is just so unnecessary. I like to think I was always the William. <laughs> Prince William, I feel that fucking lad's pain, the son noted. I like it. Look, which more than uh, Gallagher calling out fucking asshole Prince Harry for publicly dissing your family. He even took a shot at uh, Meghan Markle, Harry's outspoken wife. This is what happens when you get involved with Americans. As simple as that. <laughs> oh, Harry, I dare you. I, I dare you. Ogre says, I read the interview. It was fucking hilarious. Uh, he used more curse words than not. He's a Gallagher. I got to think this is the bitter one, right? I mean, they're both pretty bad, but god damn. I got to see them open, actually, for uh, for U2 in Oakland. It was the first time I ever got to a concert, and it started right on time. We walked into the Coliseum, took a li- bunch of listeners up from Reno, and right at 7.30, boom, first note was played. I was blown away. Great show too. I wasn't. I was drunk, but not too too drunk. That shit. Well, no, I wasn't drunk. I wasn't drinking at that time. I think I fell asleep during that shit. But still good. So there you go. Uh, all right. Whew. I guess that that documentary that aired the Last Dance about the Chicago Bulls that Michael Jordan was a part of, that he pretty much ran, 
did not sit well with Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen has announced, he announced it way back in December. I guess it's ready to go. He is writing a tell-all book that is throwing the book at former teammate Michael Jordan. Ready to hear my side of the story, unguarded, Pippen wrote on his Instagram post, I'm giving you a behind-the-scenes look at growing up in Arkansas, college days, getting drafted, takes on my teammates and coaches, the locker room, and the rings. Stories I've kept to myself for years. Uh, he was, he was, okay, so this is what was said about Pippen. He was so angry, beyond livid at Jordan, how he was portrayed. Oh, Pippen's about to try to bury Jordan. Oh, this is going to be, oh, this. See, I, I, I get why Scotty did this. I, 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 I understand. But here's the problem. This isn't the 80s or the 90s or even the 2000s anymore where you can rip a, a teammate. The problem is, is it, he's going to do it. He's going to release the book. He's going to air a bunch of bad things that Michael Jordan did. Look, Michael Jordan was an athlete. You want to call him a role model? You can call him a role model all you want. He was an athlete. He was the greatest basketball player to ever play. Sold more shoes than anybody else. But once again, he's a man. We all know he cheated on his first wife, Juanita. We all know that. But now he's going to get buried. Also, Scotty feels better about the documentary. I get it. Hey, man, I get it. Problem is, in today's day and age, when you get buried, you don't come back. I don't know. I I, I don't. Is, is too is Jordan too big to fail? Scotty's still angry about his uh, Blazers blowing a 15 point lead with five minutes left against the Lakers in conference finals. He's just talking it at taking it out on MJ. Is the title of Pippen's book? I burnt through all my NBA money, <laughs> or at least my wife did. I I like. A part of me is looking forward to this book coming out, and then a part of me is not because uh, you don't like it when your idols are torn down. And you had that, like, I already know that my idols are, are, are horrible people. I shouldn't say horrible people, they're just people. People I hold in high esteem. You know, they, look, you can hold these people in high esteem, but you have to realize that they are people. Speaking about somebody who's getting torn down, and look, I, part of me kind of likes this, but part of me doesn't because this is just bullshit once again. <sighs> the assholes in society are going after James Corden now. The late night host. It it's really really stupid. I mean, they're not going after him for the carpool thing. Oh, he shouldn't be, he shouldn't be driving and singing, but and acting on the phone. Okay, all right, good. Now this has to do with his game that he plays with celebrities. That's called 
spill your guts. Now, that's where he asks them really, really personal questions. And if they choose not to answer, they have to eat something that is extremely gross. They've had bull testicles on there. They've had tongue on there. They've had all sorts of bugs and shit on there, right? Well, now people are saying you need to retire the game because all the menu items are almost always from Asian cultures. I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. I mentioned some of the things I've seen on there. For them to say are almost always from Asian cultures, I've seen like five of these. I don't know what is Asian culture. I I know that bull's testicle is something we do here in America. Oh, I, I can't think of what tongue is. I, I, uh, they have it in Reno. Oh, I can't think of it. Damn it. I, I want to give it its proper. It's not Spain. I'm sorry. But that's not Asian. I, I'm All this new anti-whatever bullshit that's going on now. Uh, uh, it's a Mexican thing. Uh, tongue, okay. I thought it was from another region. I can't think of what it was. There was a restaurant that was behind Harris for the longest time. I, I am so tired of lingua. Th- th- this is dumb. This is dumb. I, I, I th- this is. All this anti-Asian stuff, it, come on, come on. It didn't start up until that fucking shooting. Can you not handle jokes anymore? Is that what it is? You got tired of the driving jokes? Got tired of being blindfolded by dental floss? Is that is that what it is? You're mad? You're mad? Well, I, I, I'm sorry, you're mad. Pick on us because we can't do math. Oh, you don't like stereotypes either. That's a great stereotype. To be good at math is not a bad stereotype. Uh, that might be because Asian dishes are more difficult for Americans to wrap out, uh, head around. That's why it works as a punishment. Duh. Exactly. It, why is that anti? I, I, I don't understand why it's anti-Asian then. I mean, st- just... It, just because y'all want to eat deer penis, I don't want to eat deer penis. Never. No. I don't want that. Gross. Uh-uh. I, 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 I don't want to eat any sort of cow vagina either. No, I, I don't need that. Some cultures eat that shit. Okay, good for them. I ain't in that culture. Too bad math isn't a math. Too bad driving isn't a math equation. Dave Co. damn it, now you're being a part of the problem. Come on. You're better than that, sir. It's so stupid. You need to get rid of that because it offends me because food grosses me out. Yeah, and by the way, I'm, I'm surprised that those people have been... Why are they wasting so much of that food? You know, people in... Shut up. Shut up. 
yeah, I hate when people assume that I have good credit just because I'm white. <laughs> okay, can somebody uh, can, can can somebody explain this to me? This story is about uh, Australian swimmer, Olympic silver medalist Maddie Groves. She announced that she is withdrawing from Australia's swimming trials from the Tokyo Games because of misogynistic perverts. Uh, she, she said, let this be a lesson to all you misogynistic perverts and sport their bootlickers. You can no longer exploit young women and girls, body shame, or medically gaslight them, and then expect them to represent you so you can earn your annual bonus. Time's up. Now, I, I don't know what was said to her. Uh, Rose has spoken out about the issue in the past. She tweeted in November about a complaint she filed years ago about a man in her sport who made her feel uncomfortable. By the way, she uh, he stared at her in the swimsuit. D- did he say anything to her? Hey. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Now, now wait a second. Wait one second. person that works at swimming makes me feel uncomfortable the way they stare at me in my swimsuit. And I think they've possibly given a promotion since. So, you can no longer look at, at girls in swimming suits. I got to wrap my head around who she is actually punishing. Is she punishing Australia because she's not swimming? Or is she punishing herself because she's allowing these people to dictate what she's going to do? She could possibly earn another medal. She was a medalist before, so she's pretty good. But wait, you can't look at a girl anymore? Uh, Hey, honey, did he whip his cock out? Did he start going back and forth on it? No? Okay. Did he say that he was going to do stuff to you? No, he didn't say anything. He looked at you. He he, he looked at you. A female in a bathing suit. Well, I've heard enough. We should kill that man. For 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 looking. At a woman in a swimsuit. Do do, do you think possibly he ever looked at a man in a swimsuit? I I mean, if he's in charge of the sport, then they have to actually inspect the swim. If if that's going to be the national swimsuit, he's going to have to see how it works and, like, they use all this computer technology to see how they fit and stuff. I mean, did, did, did he say something? Did he get hard? Did, did he ejaculate? Was, what, 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 hun, what, was there semen on the floor? Uh, was there any? I mean, did, did, did you at least get a chance to possibly 
warn him? Do not come. Do not come. I'm going to come. Oh. I, I, I mean, huh? In the blue fuck is a swim coach supposed to do his job if he can't watch a person swimming in their swim gear? Like, I, I, all allegations concerning child abuse or sexual misconduct are taken seriously by Swimming Australia. Okay. The man who she did not name had possibly since received a promotion, she claimed, according to Reuters. Swimming, uh, they reached out to Graves' following comments, declined to provide further info. Well, well, well. What are you doing? Like, I like I don't get this story. Like, this is why I'm doing the story today is because I so don't get it. And she likes saying, "Well, fuck you. It's important to me, and I'm not going to swim." And because you looked at me, Ted, how old is twenty six? She's part of that fucking problem generation. That soundbite gets me every time. Uh, she will get replaced, and the audience won't even know she's gone. Exactly. Nobody's going to be like, oh, where's Graves? Uh, she didn't like how the coach looked at her in the swimsuit. Oh, uh, what a fucking pervert. I hope they fucking kill that guy. All right. We haven't done one of these in a while. Now, I'm not trying to scare you people. I have the best Father Day gift ideas of 2021. No, 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 no. It's not this weekend. Da, da, da. Stay, stay seated. You didn't forget Dad yet. See, that's why I'm doing it today. Because next Sunday, not this coming Sunday, not, not two days from now Sunday, but a week from then, it's going to be Father's Day. And here's a great list. I, I have not even looked at the list. We're going to go over... Uh, this is the New York Post's best Father Day gift ideas of 2021. Ah, uh, number one, of course, for the grilling dad, because all dads grill. Harry and David's fine meats. Prices vary. Okay, you know, not, not a bad idea. Kind of a gift to yourself, though, too. I mean, if you're going to buy yourself steaks, and of course you're going to force your dad to make it. On his day, wow, what a, what a wonderful gift. I mean, thanks, family. Appreciate I have to cook for my day again. Ah, La Crosette has a limited edition Major League Baseball Series Dutch ovens for the chef dad. By the way, awful gift. You're giving your father cookware? Really? R- really? You're giving your dad cookware to your dad? My dad thought he could cook. I'll tell you this right now. If that motherfucker ever, hey, hey Arn, I, I, I would really, really, really like a St. Louis Cardinals series Dutch oven. From La Croissant, because that's what he would call it. That croissant place. I would look at him. And, first of all, it's $450. It, all you dads out there, you can add up all your gifts of all time, and it ain't coming out to $450, is it? 
Yeah, you can get your dad $450 worth of fucking cooking gear. Take him to a game, for Christ's sake. How about the dog father etched whiskey glass? Hopefully your dad is not in recovery. If your dad is in recovery, might want to stay away from any kind of cool whiskey glasses. Ooh, the pop sweatshirt. Really, it's a sweatshirt that has the word pops. It's a white sweatshirt. I'm not kidding here. It's a white sweatshirt. And it has a, a, a long rectangle box, and it has the word pops on there. And they want $78 for that shit? $78 for a fucking, uh, hey, hey, Dad, I love you. I'll go to Walmart, buy me an $8 sweatshirt, get me a red marker, and put pops on there. There you go. I spent $12 on a sweatshirt. Making note to return Arnie's Dutch oven. I don't even know what you make in those things. I'm not Dutch. Next wonderful idea here is Gold Belly Father's Day brunch. Take $15 off a $50 purchase. That sucks. Because dad's got to spend time with the family. He probably doesn't want to do that on his day. How about for the coffee-addicted dad? Uh, uh, we all know one of those. Got to have his morning cup of joe. Hi, hi, stereotype. Give him a co- the Copper Cow Coffee subscription. Starts at $35 a month. Note to everyone out there. Only give this to your father. If your co- if your father is some sort of coffee aficionado or snob, if you will, I remember one time, one time, nobody. And uh, let me tell you a little story about Jerry State, shall I? My dad, my dad, could drink coffee, not decaf. He he, he didn't like decaf. He liked black coffee. That's it. He could drink that right before he went to bed. My dad drank so much coffee, and he drank instant coffee. That was it. Folgers, whatever. Drank instant coffee. The shit stunk. Stained the carpets in one of my cars. Used to piss me off. So one time, I got my dad a Starbucks gift card. Because I'm thinking, hey, he likes his coffee. Ah, don't give me that shit. Oh, they got that African coffee. I'm not going to drink that goddamn stuff. It doesn't taste like my Folgers. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to know if your dad plays that role or if your dad just likes coffee in the morning because it's hot and it wakes him up. Uh, I got the honor to meet your dad. He was a very nice man. R.I.P. Well, thank you, Major Consent. I appreciate that. Uh, My dad, nothing made my dad happier than meeting listeners. 
I, I remember at his wake, I'm going to try to get through this. Uh, at his wake, I, I told a story about my dad. I never tried to say this on the air just because it's so hard for me to get through. Um, my dad used to love coming to events and stuff because he would brag to everybody that he was Arnie's dad. At his wake, I was able to say that, and then I said, but the truth of the matter is, I was way more proud of being Jerry's son. And it's true to this day. That he was my biggest supporter. Number one fan. But he loved meeting you guys. He absolutely loved it. He loved trying to throw my name to try to get a discount everywhere he could. Yeah, after what he saw in Korea, caffeine couldn't do shit to him. Oh, amen to that. <laughs> I remember one time we were going to some, I, what's that place that thinks it's all jazzy? It's a chain restaurant that, that thinks it's really New Orleans style and shit in there. I, I can't think of it now. We, I was meeting him there. I, was, I, I, I told him I'd meet him there about 12.30, 1 o'clock whenever I could get over the hill. I was coming to Reno from Sacramento. He was sitting there, and he was telling the, 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 the hostess, my son's got my son, Arnie, you know, from, from that show. Arnie, Arnie. Hey, they sat, they, they sat us quicker because you were coming. I'm like, they didn't sit us quicker. They fucking thinned out the herd, dickhead. I'm like, stop doing that. That was his favorite thing to do. So there you go. Uh, uh, all right. For the wine-loving dad out there, the Wink Wine subscription starting at $39. Let me say this right now. If your daddy is a wine connoisseur and you only spend $39 a month on his gift, that's going to be some shit wine. No, it's not Louisiana Kitchen. Oh, what what the fuck is that place called? There's one up. It's right across the street from the Galleria, right on the damn corner. Mm. You're lucky to have the relationship with your dad that you got to have. To this day, my dad's favorite joke is following up an introduction of me with some version of the DNA test results that have not come back yet. Yeah. Mimi's, that's it. Thank you, Mage of Consent. I appreciate it. It was Mimi's, that's it. But you basically just a roundabout way of calling my mom a whore. Yeah. Uh, you just gave me chills and brought tears to my eyes and a lump to my throat. You were so, so blessed to have a relationship you did with your dad, Priceless. Bubba gulps. You could hear that? Yeah, Bubba's down there. He's in the room right now enjoying my... Bubba, no, Bubba Gumps. No, not Bubba Gumps. It, it was Mimi's. It was Mimi's. He was so funny. God Almighty, he was so funny. What else? I'm trying to think what else he did. He would always like, like if we had the live event or something and he came in, he thought it was so great that he got pushed to the front. I'm like, of course you're going to get pushed to the front. You don't, you don't have to wait in line. I'm performing. You don't have to wait in line. Uh, how about this? For the cocktail-loving dad. Hello, cocktails. Uh, the Bartesian Premium Cocktail and Margarita Machine. $349. Uh, if you buy this for your father, you're telling him he cannot mix drinks worth the shit. 
That's what you're telling your dad with that gift. Use the $349 instead of on the, on actual alcohol for him. Alcohol he'll like. For the educated dad, the Masterclass subscription starting at $15 a month. These Masterclass things. I, 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 you're not really hanging out with Gordon Ramsay. You know, he's going to give you a Masterclass on how to cook. And I'm betting you follow him step for step. His is still going to be better. I'll be able to tell the two apart. Step for step, I'll tell the two apart. Ooh, for the athletic dad, the Theragun Prime. Now, I got to say, we, we got one of these. This thing is awesome. Boy, this thing, if you got fucking sore muscles, this thing will beat the shit out of you. I like it. I like it a lot. That right there has been the first one. This next one, I just, I know, let me say it right now. For the golfing dad, do not buy him anything related to the game of golf other than golf balls. Oh, fathers that are golfers get the worst gifts. Hey, Dad, I got you a golf tie. You get putting match. You get chipping match. You get all this shit. No. How much you spend on that crap? $90. Why didn't you get me? You could have got me two dozen golf balls that I use. Well, that's too expensive for both. It's mine, though. That's what I want. Jesus, don't give me the, the perfect practice, perfect putting mat. By the way, it is nothing like any green you've ever played on. You see, the holes are all straight ahead. You don't have to worry about undulation. Now, I have to warn you, this one this one might sting a little bit. For the Dapper Dad, Haran Men Care Products. You know how I know you're gay? Is is either you have asked or answered this question? Hey, what product do you put in your beard? I look at a lot of these guys who walk around town who got these big old beards. You know, and I look at them and I think, ah, you look kind of burly. Okie doke. And then you see when you're like, well, okay, you look at that guy. Well, he's got a beard. Beard used to be kind of like halfway toughish. Not no more. Due to all of the product available for beards. What has happened to you men? There are, there are online tutorials of how to dry your beard. How to style your beard. What sort of oil works best. How can I get my mustache to do a handlebar thingy? Well, usually that involves touching children. I, I, 
I just, I let me, I just have to, I wash my hands of all men. I put shampoo in my beard. That's it. And you know what kind of shampoo I have since I'm bald? I have shit I've stolen from fucking hotels. There's beard spray. There's a, there's all kinds of shit. Brushes. Hey, hey, that's great and everything, but turn in your man card once you're done getting ready there, Cinderella. You've got the loveliest beard at the ball. A beard covering up the fact that you're a fag. I said it. I see big beards and go, the homeless shelter is two blocks that way. I'm surprised men aren't putting ornaments and ribbons. Oh, they do that. They do that. Hey, hey that ogre, they already do, they do that at Christmas time. Some of these motherfuckers, will, will, they'll spray their beards fucking white. If you're, let, let me, let me just warn you. I hope you're sitting down right now. If you talk to your dad in the next few days and you go, hey, dad, is there anything you'd really like for Father's Day? If he does say any sort of product like beard oil, you, you have the right to hang up the phone and start crying because you realize that, that your role model is now a fag. I, I, look, I, I just got to be, be honest with you. And, and ogre, yes, beards are meant for men who wrestle grizzly bears, live near the Ingalls family, or sail Viking ships, or play hockey. Ornaments and ribbons, why is that not a thing? Moneymaker right there, ogre. Design them after sports team and shit coaching. I, 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 this is so bad. I, I hate it. I, I, I honestly, look, I went to the store the other day, and for some reason, I, I've worn shore deodorant forever. I can't find it sometimes, so I've moved on to the, the native. Native is like $10 a thing, but it lasts, okay? And, and, and I like it because there's no aluminum in there. Because aluminum leads to, you know, fucking, whatchamacallit, uh, uh, Alzheimer's, allegedly. So I, I, tried, I, I don't usually watch it that way. But there's some new ones that are coming out on the market that I'd like to try. So I go to the Target or I go to the Walmart, or the Bed Bath and & Beyond, and I'm looking through their deodorant section and stuff, and they don't have that stuff, and I turn my back, and then there's a whole wall of beard shit. Beard cream, beard shampoo, uh, palm rub, all this, combs, brushes. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me, man. I didn't even know they made sure deodorant anymore. Yeah, every once in a while you can still find it. I'm wearing it today. I'm confident and dry and secure. I will raise my hand. I will raise my hand because I am sure. Uh huh. No, this next one's awful. No, that, stop. Don't do it. Don't buy your dad a wallet from Coach. Now, now look, if you got two dads, 
and you're used to that, then maybe a dad from there would let me. But this is your hetero dad. Don't buy him a wallet from the coach store. Don't go to Louis Vuitton. Don't go to Chanel. You know why? Because dad don't know about that shit. It's a wallet. The only specifications I have on my wallet now are it's got to have the ID pass, hopefully a change purse, and say bad motherfucker on it. That's it. The rest of the, 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 for the blue collar dad, get him some car hardware. Okay, that, that's not bad. It, by the way, it, anybody like would like Carhartt because it's warm and it's really, really reliable. I, I like Carhartt a lot. Here's a good one. A year streaming membership. Whether it's Netflix, Disney, HBO, Plus, give him a year of that. Get your dad a laptop, yes, yeah, so he can watch that. So the next time you think about that, if you buy your dad a laptop, he masturbates with a gift you gave him. You're welcome. For the dad that prefers audiobooks, don't do it. Don't do it. No, just whatever you do, don't do it. Dads don't like books. Audio form or reading form. They just don't. Is that it? Yeah, that that's it for all that shit. All right, all right. We got to get to celebrity ass death match. Did you just say a change purse? Oh, didn't figure you was the change purse kind of guy. No, like like in my wallet, there's like a little zipper in there, and it puts change in there. Cause usually I'm wearing gym shorts wherever I go. If I get change back, it's just gonna fall out. I hate change. God, change sucks. All right, here we go. Nobody has remembered what I said yesterday that I wanted to do for Celebrity Ass Deathmatch yet. God dang it. All right, so we got to get back to Deathmatch. Let's do it, shall we? It is time once again for Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. Comedians. That's right. Got through the first round. Half of our Mount Rushmore is set. Robin Williams is in there. Taking down Eddie Murphy. And George Carlin is on there. After beating Chris Rock and Jerry Seinfeld, who's next? Let's get it on. Oh, we will see right here, right now. What about a hooker? (laughs) Hey, if your dad wants one. All right, first matchup. I would have to say my all-time favorite comedian, the the person I watch when I'm depressed, Mr. Warmth himself, the one and only, Don Rickles, taking on kind of a modern-day Don Rickles because he picks on everybody. I give you the guy from Great Britain, Ricky Gervais. Don Rickles, Ricky Gervais, ass family. Who you got? (laughs) 
yourselves a winner as family, and it is the one and only Mr. Warmth Don Rickles. Don Rickles moves on. Now, our next matchup. Oh, another legend. These are two men, God rest their soul. God rest these men's soul, ladies and gentlemen. Our first man, the man who said it best when he said, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. I give you that sum of my bitch himself, the one, the only, the Mac Man, Bernie Mac, taking on the king of deprivation, especially self-deprivation. I give you Rodney Dangerfield, Bernie Mac, Rodney Dangerfield, ass family. Who you got? Dangerfield moves on. Now, we're only going to have a dead people on Mount Rushmore. What, compared to all the live people that are on Mount Rushmore today? <laughs> all right, here we go. Next matchup. Yeah, more dead people. Well, half. Boy, this is a big one here. The man who at one time was an ordained minister who then found comedy and then found cocaine and loved them both, I give you Sam Kinison taking on, I would say, the greatest working comedian in show business today, Dave Chappelle. Sam Kinison, Dave Chappelle, ass family. Who ya got? This one was uh, the closest one, one of the closest we've ever had. Sam Kennison moves on. 
All right. Our final matchup, Ass Family. Are you ready for this? I've left any, if I've left people off, I, I, I didn't mean to. I apologize, but I'm going to ask you this one right here. We have the one and only man who set himself on fire. His name, ladies and gentlemen, is Richard Pryor. Taking on, I think is today's probably second best comedian. Eh, sometimes he gets past Chappelle. I give you Bill Burr. Richard Pryor, Bill Burr, ass family. Who you got? Richard Pryor, oh, man, 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 man. Richard Pryor won easy. Okay. Now we have to get this to the final four. Y'all ready for this? Whew. Boy, this is this is this is getting down to it here. All right, here we go. First matchup. Don Rickles versus Rodney Dangerfield. Oh my God. One of them will be etched into Mount Rushmore. Who will it be? Will it be Don Rocket Rickles? Or will it be Rodney Dangerfield? Ask family. Who you got? This fight is over. Rodney moves on. Now, see, 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 this is how I am not in charge of anything here because Don Rickles is by far my all-time favorite. But, hey, it, it, you have spoken. The tribe has spoken, and I knew it would be hard. This next one's going to be just as hard, people. Are you ready? Ask family. In the battle of Sam Kinison versus Richard Pryor. Uh, speaking of the cause, I'm shocked you didn't have him in the match. But he was probably on the sidelines running the drink stand. Yeah, you know, and I'm not going to have cause on the list of TV dads either. I, I, I don't want to be associated with that. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so here we go. Sam Kinison. Richard Pryor, ass family. Who ya got? <laughs> 
This is a hard one. We can call this one, yeah. Let's call this one now, ask family, shall we? The winner is Richard Pryor. So, our Mount Rushmore is set. We will come back to find out who is the actual face of this Mount Rushmore, whether it will be Robin Williams, whether it will be George Carlin, Rodney Dangerfield, or Richard Pryor coming up in just a little bit here at ArnieRadio.com. This speech is my recital. I think it's very vital to rock around. That's right. On top. It's tricky. Here we go.
I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. All right, this was sent by uh, Douglas just now. Uh, An officer shot in the neck by a suspect caught on the body cam. Uh, Stop! Take your hands out your pocket! It's an officer following a man. Take your hands out your pocket! Now, you're supposed to do when the officer asks you. If you don't stop, I'm going to tase you. I'm not, I'm not playing you. Take your hands out your pocket. This Take is a your black police officer. Take your hands out your pocket. Oh my God. It's best you tell my family I love them. Wow. Wow. That's a moving video right there. I, I I know it's Friday and we're having a light show and everything, but Douglas sent that to me and I wanted to play that. Uh, that right there, it's tough to watch. That that I mean, honestly, that that is that is hard to watch. Officer was trying to do the right thing, and it was a black officer. Did that did that really did it happen in 2016? And that's the first. That's the first we're seeing of that. Man, oh, man. Whew. 
That's something else. I, I I don't know the whole story behind it, but watching that, man, oh, man. Cop had the taser out, and it was a black cop. And if it did happen in 2016, we never, ever heard about it. Why? Why didn't we hear about it? Hmm. All right. Back to having fun. I'm not trying to piss you off on the weekends, I promise. Weekend is coming up, so we, we how do we make it fun? Heartbreak did yeah, I don't I, I'm not sure. I just had a video. I didn't have time to read the whole story, so pretty sure that uh, that was on the ID Discovery show body cam. Forwarded that me on Messenger. All right, there you go. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. Hey Douglas, can you put that I up on the the, uh, the super fans page? Please. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. All Getting back to things that are fun in the world. Florida, an eight-foot alligator attacks a woman walking a dog. Now, watching that weird, creepy show with them sisters and them crazy Australian ones, every time they go to Australia, they show a park, right? Now, now look, I, I ain't never. I ain't never been to Australia, so y'all ever been to Warbird? If you're not on a call right now saving a cat in a tree, are, are, are kangaroos just everywhere in, 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 in Australia, like at a park? Like if I were to go down to a local park here, I could run into a kangaroo. See, that, that, and Florida's becoming the same name with, with, with alligators. You're just minding your own business, and there's an alligator right next to you. Problem is, you can't kill the alligator. See, it's not against the law for the alligator to kill you, though. I, I'm not sure how that works. But if an alligator kills you, they don't go to jail. You kill an alligator in Florida, you're going to jail for a long time. Now I want to ask you who has privilege. Anyway, some old gal's out walking her dog. 43-year-old woman was walking her dog. When out of nowhere, heard right on Roger, happened an alligator bit her. Lunged out of the water, tried to attack her dog. The woman was able to save the animal, but slipped and the reptile attached her to her leg. Roger. She was rushed to the hospital with serious injuries. A trapper was called and removed the alligator from the neighborhood. What happened to the dog? Did, did She didn't trade the dog for her leg, did she? Meeker and kangaroos are everywhere. They are a pest. Well, thank you, Meeker. Seriously. Really? Are they, are they really everywhere? They're like bugs? That would be shitty. Because you don't want to fuck with kangaroos, right? They'll whoop your ass. Especially the drunk ones. It's most of them there. Hey, Meat Curtains, you, do you live in Australia? And if you do, why? No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You just live on the, the deadliest place on earth. That's all. If it can kill you, it is it either lives or it came from Australia, it seems like. Now, we ain't done in Florida. No, not by a long stretch. Well, one more story straight. Now, we've all gotten in. We, we, have you ever, if you've ever had a roommate, you've gotten into 
it with them. Whether it's over eating someone's food, they stayed up too late, they were too loud, they on the phone too much. You've, you've had your run-ins with the past, and that, that's the same thing that happened here to 54-year-old Christopher Glenn in his Titusville, Florida apartment. You see, you see, he was sitting there, and he was trying to watch some TV. Me, Curtin says, no, I used to work there. Okay, appreciate that. Uh, he's just sitting there trying to watch the TV, and his damn roommate kept fucking with the remote. So, Glenn, not happy with it, uh, decided to grab a sword. Yes, an actual sword, and stab his victim for changing the channel. Now, the guy has non-life-threatening injuries. Mr. Glenn, shockingly, was drinking when they got into the argument about hogging the remote. The victim called Glenn selfish at some point before he was stabbed with a sword. Oh, this guy looks like a winner, too. Man, oh, man. He used a sword on somebody, man. You, you can't do that. You can't use a sword on somebody. That's that's cheating, dude. That's not how roommates fight. No. No. Where the hell is this goddamn story? Pennsylvania? Police in North Huntington, Pennsylvania, have charged 57-year-old Erwin Flores with possessing obscene materials. No, his name is his name is Erwin. He is a florist. You see, what he did was he put a video recording device in a floral arrangement he placed in a woman's bedroom and then downloaded naked images of her on the computer. Oh, these flowers are so lovely. Oh, my gosh. Where did they come from? Well, I'm just going to take off all my clothes in front of them. North Huntington police charged him. Uh, He said, I have no comment when he was reached by phone. Oh, wait, Balek. Uh, police charge Eric J. Bellick, a township resident who offers Bellick flowers in Irwin. Oh, he lives in Irwin. Okay, so Irwin's in North Huntington. Okay. Uh, the woman uh, told police a small camera was discovered in a flower arrangement in her bedroom. She told police her relative told her when Bellick was confronted about images, he took the computer and began deleting stuff. No, but it's on his mental computer, honey. You are now in the highlight reel. Woo! Oh, that's right. This story from yesterday. I forgot about that. Oh, my God. Holy crap. Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second here. We got, we go. No, thanks. I don't want anything. Share. Email. Oh, we got to do this one, too. Oh, my God. This is a great Florida story. I saw this one a couple days ago. There we go. All right, here we go. 
So, yeah, footage is, is seen of this guy, this pervert fucking bastard. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go. How about we do that? Mm-hmm. All right. This is a story about a naked Ocala, Florida woman who trashed an, <laughs> a, an Outback Steakhouse and hurls bottles at cops before being tasered. Oh, we oh we got a taser video. Oh, here we go. All right, naked gal. Out back. Chucking balls at the police. Huh? Naked as a jaybird. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Take her down. He shot her in the titty. He shot her in the titty. Ass family, he shot her in the titty. He shot her in the titty. I'm inside. Come on in. Oh, my God, I'm shaking. That's crazy. Uh, Jin, you might have to, you might have to uh, put the link up here. I don't know if it's going to transfers from me. I mean, she did a bunch of damage there. Holy shit. That was fucking awesome, yo. Hold on a second here. Let's go back. All right, so this naked chick busting shit. She's in the bar throwing a full bottle of liquor at a cop. Now she's trying to get out from behind the bar. She's walking to the cop. Titties are out. Everything's out. She's naked. He told her, boom, Honey, you shook me all night long. Oh, that is gold right there. That is gold. Wait, here we go. I might be able to do this. Uh, copy. Okay. Can I go up there like this? Go paste. There you go. I think that might be the YouTube one right there. There you go. I bet y'all can see that shit now. There you go. Oh, that's such good stuff. God, dog, that's good stuff right there. That stuff makes me happy. Let's see. Okay, I got to do that one. I got this one. And then, uh, yeah, that one. These two. Okay. Next door. Here we go. <laughs> Officials in Georgia have identified the dismemberment body on a central Georgia lawn last week and released more details about the rest of the man they believe is responsible. The reason they believe he's responsible is because... They found a bloody chainsaw in the back of the car where this guy was driving. And it was from the scene of said dismemberment. Um, 29-year-old, uh, the, the victim was 29-year-old Justin Ying Yong. I'm not making that up. More Asian crime. He has family in Putnam County, Georgia, 35 miles away from Devereaux. His body was found on June 4th, dismembered and placed in several trash cans. Deputies uh, came across Christopher Damien a few days before Zong's body was found, driving yellow Jeep, and an incident report says he was blocking both lanes. Uh, he was on drugs. There was a chain body, bloody chainsaw in the back. There you go. I mean, if we've, if we've seen one story about a bloody chainsaw, haven't we seen them all? 
Now, this is our final story of the day, and, and, and this is this is for all my young male listeners out there, all you young men, you moms out there that have 18, 19-year-old sons. You bring them close to the computer now, and you let little, you let Uncle Arnie educate them on stuff here, okay? There's a guy in Great Britain recently. He took to Reddit to say, did I do this right? And the overwhelming answer, of course, is no, he didn't. You see... He's a fella. I, I, I'm, I'm betting, I don't know if he's on the gay spectrum. I'm not sure. He said, I recently went to have drinks with a best girlfriend of mine, and she asked me for my honest opinion as a guy as to why she can't seem to find any guys that she would normally be interested in dating, willing to date her. Now, he goes on to write this. My friend is cute, but she's overweight and doesn't present herself physically in the most flattering of light. I have had guy friends of mine say they would date her if it wasn't for these issues. So now you are put on the spot. You're out for drinks. You think it's going to be a fun night. And, of course, the lady has to ruin it with drama. Be honest. Be honest with me. Why won't people date me? There you go. And that's the moment of truth right there. This guy chose wrong. He says, quote, I asked her if she really wanted to know the truth. Where the fuck is it right now? Right, where, where is it? Oh, my God. I should have had, I should have had this done better. You want salmon drop? Yeah. She wanted the truth. You can't handle the truth. She said yes. So the guy goes on and he says, I proceeded to tell her about how she would get dates if she'd lose some weight and make an effort to put her best foot forward. And shockingly enough, this did not go well. What? What? It didn't go well. The girl got upset, called him shallow, proclaiming she should have kept a change for anyone. Young men listening to Arnie today. Young, I mean pretty much anyone younger than me. Let me pass some wisdom on to you. It's what should be done. This question has nothing but lose, lose, lose all over it. I will, I will say, he proved the one way by being honest. He lost. 
Now, if you're the kind of guy who says, because I, I, I'm not necessarily in favor of lying to your friend. Oh, you're crazy. You're crazy. What are you talking about? You, you pull that bullshit? This is the way you're going to be punished for that. That that single hour drink, that, the one hour that you guys were going to hang, this is going to turn into a seven-hour session of her bitching about every fucking boyfriend that she's ever had. Or what you could do. Now this takes this takes some doing, and this is something you're going to have to work on. And that is, take this, and 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 you have to make it go away. I don't care if you talk about your own childhood trauma, something happening in the world, things like that. You have to run away from this question. This is a question that you, this uh, guys, this is a question that you can never answer. No, not, uh, I, and I, look, I, I would say that even in, in marriage, no, don't, mm-mm. I, 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 I'm, I'm suggesting that we look another way. You don't want to lie. What you want to do is flee. So avoid the lie by fleeing. Change it upon you. Hey, did I ever tell you that I was molested as a child? Sometimes you have to go to you, you have to go you have to go nuclear. Look, man, I don't make up the rules. I just play by them. Just say certain no, no, oh, Brady kid, no, 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 no. See, see, Brady kid, I, I appreciate that. We're not going to gin pasaki this because that person will circle back to it. See, that, 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 that's why you can't do that. If you go, hey, let's circle back to that, they, they, and, and everything that you say, once you say let's circle back to that, everything that now has come out, that person didn't listen to a word you said. They are waiting for you to circle back to their problem. Flee this question. That's the only thing you should think. And by fully, I mean either find something else to talk about or actually leave. And and I would have to say uh, that Douglas says, Arnie, damn it, you're right again. I, I know. You actually leaving, you could build this up for a while. If you actually just got a, looked at her, <sighs> shook your head, and walked out, okay, and you actually leave. Let's say you, you, you drove separately. She's going to be freaked out, okay? So now you've got to, how dare you ask me a question like that? Why would you ask something like that? I'm tired of you not, not thinking that you measure up to, to these chumps. God, don't bring it up with me anymore. Hopefully, you leaving can now make this all go away. Just saying. I, I'm looking out for you. This fucking asshole. He goes on Reddit to see if he did it wrong. Yes, you did it wrong. You did it wrong. You told her the truth. It's ne- I, Look, it's not always good to tell the truth. It's never good to lie. Omission is not a lie. And, and retreat is not a lie. 
you have plenty of options. I would say the, the, the best option is the one you haven't thought of yet. Because if you decide to give her the truth, then no, I, I, I am truly sorry. The, the truth will not set you free. Instead, what I do want is for you to stand there in that faggoty white uniform and with your Harvard mouth extend me some fucking courtesy. That's all. That's all I'd like. Thank you very much. That's it. You could also. Why won't any guys date me? So shut up, bitch! You can do something like that or... You shut your face! If we want to hear you talk, I will shove my arm up your ass and work your mouth like a puppet! And she starts getting on the... I, I have a little bit of a weight problem. Oh, you have a weight problem? I have what doctors call a little bit of a weight problem. Live in a van down by the river! So, uh, by the way, you are welcome for every fight that I've let you avoid this weekend by that genius piece of advice I just gave you there. Douglas says, this girl I am dating asked me, what do you not like about me? Oh, 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 that is such a fire starter right there. Oh, how dare she? I changed the subject, but she circled back after breakfast. But really, what kind of question is that? You know what kind of question? Let me tell you exactly as long as I can find it. I, I, yeah, that's like starting a conversation like this. What the fuck starts a conversation like that? I Not that. Hey, you ever accidentally masturbate to young pictures of your mom? Yeah. Uh, but really, what kind of question is that? I told her that I didn't like that she only texts and never calls. It was true and something she could easily fix. But if I told her she had any flaws in her physique, what good would that accomplish? That would just be a jab at her self-esteem. Yep. Yeah, Tim, Tim sees it. It's a trap. I like what you did, Douglas. I think what, the way you answered that, Douglas, bravo. It's going to get harder. It's going to get harder. Hey, Douglas, may I ask real quick, uh, if you don't mind, how long have you been dating this young lady? Because I, I, I'm going to give you a timetable of how long you can get away with. Yeah, yeah, that was a great maneuver right there. Great answer. But you can only be... That quick and, and, and witty so many times. I mean, that was a great answer. Great answer. Remember that, guys. The girl asks you, What is it that you don't like about me? Off and on for a, a year and a half. Okay. All right. Well, I'm surprised it hasn't gotten worse than that. What don't you like about me? That you ask stupid fucking questions? I, I think that would that would have been probably my first answer. Heidi, what do you not like about me? Uh, your stupid fucking questions. She still only texts, so it didn't even matter. Okay, all right. See, she she wanted something. See, that to me is this evil side that some gals have. I won't say that all gals have it, 
But some gals have it. Most of gals have it. Not all. Most. Gigantic majority of them. Because they're gonna they they're going to sniff you into a fight. That's what she wanted. She wanted to fight. What don't you like about me? All you gotta do is say one thing. Well, I think your eyebrows. She goes and tells her friend, he thinks my eyebrows are ugly. He thinks I'm ugly. Boom. That's how she, that, 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 it's, it's a trap. It's a trap. It's like when you went on TV out of nowhere and you got to show up to some weird spot. Yeah, that, that, that's a police group that's doing a sting on you. You, you did not win anything. So there you go. <sighs> man, oh, man. What do you have? You have it? Jim, when I ask that question next time, Douglas, tell her you don't like being <laughs> interrogated. That first question sounded like a test, Douglas. Sounds like the questions are going to be more loaded in the future. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree with that. Yeah, this is like the Wuhan virus. This is just a feeler out there for you. Right, look, man, I, I want you to get through it just, just fine and well. Uh, all right. Let, let's do this, shall we? Let me go. What I don't like about uh, you is your mouth needs to be full of something so it doesn't ask me setup questions so it can only get me in trouble. <laughs> I would be blunt and straightforward with my ex-wife. Fuck, I paid for that during the whole relationship. Yep. Uh, let's see, I have it. The fucked up shallow girls complex. There you go. I don't I don't think you have a fucked up complex at all. All right, here we go. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to finish off this work week. I give you the finals of the Mount Rushmore of Stand Up Comedy. rounds were amazing. Got us to the final four of Robin Williams, Rodney Dangerfield, Eddie Murphy, Sam Kent, or no, Sam Kent's not in there, Richard Pryor, and George Carlin. That's our final four right there. And we are going to find out Let's get it on. who is the face next. S family, you ready? Here we go. Our first matchup, wow. I, I, that, 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 that's really all I can say is, is just wow. It, it, to me, it's, it's truly that amazing. First matchup, ladies and gentlemen, Robin Williams taking on George Carlin. <whistles> Robin Williams, George Carlin, ass family. Who you got?
are having a dilemma right now. Douglas is the last vote for George Carlin. We are all tied. We need a tiebreaker to get to the finals. Either George Carlin or Robin Williams. Accidentally, first one that votes gets in. Who's it going to be? George Carlin! George Carlin wins! George Carlin wins! George Carlin wins and moves on. By the way, if you guys happen to remember this weekend what that damn topic was I was going to work on, please email me. Where's Christopher been today? I know Christopher would have remembered. All right. All right. Here we go. This matchup to find out who will take on George Carlin. Ladies and gentlemen, I ask you simply, between Rodney Dangerfield and Richard Pryor, ask family. Who ya got? a winner, ladies and gentlemen, as family. Richard Pryor has moved on. And now the finals are set. As family, for the face of the Mount Rushmore of stand-up comedians, it's simple. It's down to George Carlin versus Richard Pryor. Carlin, Pryor, as family, who yeah, got Ring, 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 banana phone. Ring, 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 banana phone. I've got this feeling so appealing for us to get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 banana phone. Banana phone. It grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best. Beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping. Banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. My cellular, bananular phone. We have ourselves a winner, ladies and gentlemen, by one single vote. George Carlin is the face of the Mount Rushmore of stand-up comedy. Wow.
Wow. What a battle that was. Woo. Man, that was good stuff right there. Jeez. Good job, Ass Family. I'm proud of you. It was a tough one. And uh, Young Harm's here. Young Harm, I'll be sending you this list. And he'll send me the art, and we'll get the art up. Uh, That's going to do it for today's show. Uh, Thank you guys for being here. We will be back Monday. Same Arnie time. Same Arnie channel. Please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. Remember, it's Friday. It's a weekend. If you go out and you're going to party, you're going to go You're gonna go get your drink on, get your party on, man, just find a way home. Don't, don't try to drive yourself. Please get a cab, get an Uber, get a Lyft. I, I don't care. Just get home safe and be here for Monday's show. All right? Uh, so until Monday, y'all have a great weekend, and adios, everybody. We really shouldn't be doing this. And we both know why Just being close enough to think like this Enough to make you need to lie This kind of talk will lead us to somewhere We're getting way too close to going there The farther off the better to resist We really shouldn't be doing this Only an isolated incident But the acquaintance left me stunned the first attraction was the hardest hit I thought I'd ever overcome This kind of situation has to pass This chance encounter has to be the last To take it farther we would be remiss We really shouldn't be is outside waiting to arrest him.